Hello everyone and welcome to Ring of Tyranny. I'm your host Alan Johns and you are listening to the only hashtag WrestleCast. In the hashtag WrestleCast nation hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself, we welcome you to the show whether this is your first time joining us or your 88th time joining us. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, first things first, uh, Ghost Rose, what a, what a game. You know, if you listen to this show, if you've Listen to the 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of this show and the 11 or 12 episodes that constitute season two of this show and the eight or nine episodes that constitute season three so far of this show. You know, we live somewhere in Texas. We broadcast from my organic, my daughter's organic farming operation somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific, but let's just say it's close enough to Houston, Texas for us to be big supporters of the Astros over here. And what a game. If you didn't see it, I mean, if, if you weren't a baseball fan, it would have made a baseball fan out of you. And God bless Altuve, Correa, and Brantley with those crazy plays that, that saved saved uh, saved the day, and take, they're, they're going to take us to the World Series. So, Ghost Rose, uh, we'll we'll keep you posted on that uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, this this episode here is going to be a review of Chicago PD, uh, episode uh, four of season three. Excuse me, season seven. We're way past season three. Uh, season seven, this was a tie-in episode. Took me a couple days to watch it. Uh, wasn't able to broadcast from my morning truck ride into town Friday morning. Uh, was that, There actually was no morning truck ride into town Friday morning, but this is an early truck ride into town. An early morning truck ride into town on uh, the morning of, of what's today? October 22nd, I believe, uh, 2019. And we're coming to you. We're riding into town. We're going to pick up some essentials, some supplies, some water, some oil, etc., etc. Uh, and uh, the sun's not up. The sun's not up. The people aren't really up. There's a few people out here. A few people like like us, early risers, uh, ready to go. Early birds catching the early worms. But uh, yeah, there. I apologize if you're looking for uh, some kind of structure to our format here. I'm not sure that there really will be too much structure. I've tried to get my digital antenna to work so I can watch Chicago PD when it airs. The only show we're really catching as it airs right now uh, appears to be AEW Dynamite. And I'm going to try to ensure that that continues so we can bring you our AEW Dynamite files. Uh, Every Thursday was my plan. Um, NWA Power. I suppose we may be able to keep up with that. Oh, oh boy, I do apologize for that. I do hope you'll excuse me. It is, as I said, an early morning ride, a truck ride into town. The sun is not up yet, and uh, I am adjusting. It was kind of a kind of a busy weekend for me, folks, for this early Monday morning to be taking place already. But uh, will NWA Power airs on Tuesday, and we might be able to catch up, uh, keep up with that. Uh, Chicago PD. Now, see, Chicago PD is the tricky one because they air it on Hulu the day after it airs. It airs on Wednesday, but I haven't been able to pick it up on Ion Television with my digital antenna. Uh, I don't think NWA Power is on uh, Ion in my neck of the woods. I believe that Billy Corgan and, and that organization made a deal with Ion that only applies to the northeastern corner of the United States. But Ion Television is my favorite channel. Uh, Ion Television, if you don't know, normally plays some kind of uh, police procedural programming that got, uh, if I can remember correctly, it's Law and Order Criminal Intel. 
Excuse me, I apologize for that. But as I've said before, and I'll say it now, I'm just a man. I'm just a man, and I'm just and a man uh, yawns sometimes when it's very early in the morning, and he's driving into town and doing probably doing too many things at once. I on television normally plays a different police procedural. gives it, it gives each police procedural a day of the week to play many, many episodes, and uh, I believe it's on Monday they play Law and Order, Criminal Intent, Tuesdays are reserved for Criminal Minds, just hours and hours of Criminal Minds, Wednesday, last I checked, was reserved for Blue Bloods and the Ion original uh, Private Eyes with uh, Jason Priestley there, that's a pretty good one, and uh, Thursdays are reserved for The King, Chicago PD, Hank Voigt and the crew coming to you for something like 12 hours in a day. And I've caught many, many, uh, many episodes as I've tried to catch up with uh, the uh, mythos of Chicago PD. I've tried to fill in the holes of, of history that I've had with the show. Um, and now, uh, you know, Chicago PD's new season is airing. Oh, excuse me, I'm a man. Uh, it's airing on uh, NBC Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Central. That's our time somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific. Uh, and uh, we can actually catch that the next day on the Hulu. That's the streaming service of, of my choice. Uh, Hulu's pretty good about, well, you can watch WWE on there, though I don't necessarily do that. I wish they got the AEW Dynamite. Maybe that's something uh, in store for the future. That would be uh, very nice, but we're not quite there yet. And, uh, you know, you can also you can also watch uh, somebody... Somebody over there at Hulu's got a pretty good taste in movies and seems to be whoever's in charge of exercising uh, Hulu's back, the, the back catalog they have access to is putting up new movies every every month. And he see, whoever they, well, he, she, he see, whoever they are seems to be, seems to have pretty good uh, taste in, uh, you know, movies they would normally be showing on on some random UHF channel late at night. I mean, you got the Naked Gun trilogies up there this month, and the uh, the airplane, and airplane, the sequel. Uh, last month, excuse me, last month the Lethal Weapon series was added to Hulu, and uh, the Matrix trilogy was added uh, as well. I even, I believe even the Animatrix was added uh, with that. So someone over there's got good taste, and I like that. I like the Hulu. We just we we recently watched. Uh, Plus one. My wife and I watched the plus one. That was that was a funny movie. Tickled our tickled our funny bones a bit. And we watched the uh, Juliet Naked, which may have left, but that was based on a Nick Hornsby novel, kind of a similar movie to uh, to the High Fidelity with John Cusack, which is obviously going to be compared to because it's about bands and records and whatnot. But pretty good movies. Go go look at those if you if you're trying to watch uh, trying to find a movie to watch. You got some weird romantic comedies there. A little off the beaten path, but uh, that's neither here or there anyway. They add Chicago PD the next day, so maybe we can bring you Chicago PD on Friday, but as I said, there was no, or as you noticed, there was no early morning truck ride into town from which to broadcast from on Friday. So here we are, and we're going to be talking to you about Chicago PD episode uh, four, which I believe is called something like Biohazard or Outbreak or something. It was a basic, so this was Essentially, the third part of a three-part series, uh, series, a three-parter that spanned the Chicago, Dick Wolf Chicago shows of the night. So that, if you ever watched, uh, is uh, Chicago Med at 7 p.m. Central, 
8 p.m. Eastern, followed by Chicago Fire at 8 p.m. Central, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, followed by the King Chicago PD at 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. And uh, that, so basically what started was, now I'm going to be honest with you, and I wanted to do this, but I didn't do this. If you, you know, basically if you watched from Chicago Med on through the night, you would have had basically a three-hour TV movie that all followed the same storyline and jumped from the different crews, ending with Hank Voigt's crew. So what happened on Chicago Med was some loony doctor uh, was using the facilities apparently to create a biovirus, to create a biochemical uh, disease that he weaponized, that he spread through the population of Chicago. So they were trying to trying to uh, stop the spread of that through the population of Chicago. And that, uh, that spread to Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire, the, the outbreak got so bad uh, that the Chicago Fire Department, well, the fictitious Chicago Fire Department created by, created by Dick Wolf for TV had to step in and help out. And that eventually got so bad that in the third hour of the outbreak, uh, the Chicago Police, the Chicago Intelligence Unit of the Chicago Police Department, headed by Hank Voigt, had to step in and help out. So, what we saw in Chicago, we saw a little bit of a recap at the beginning of Chicago PD this week, and then we saw um, Hank Voigt and the crew going out trying to figure out what's going on, where, where, what's this bioterrorism all about, and uh, you know. This is just one of those things they do about every season now. I, I don't, I haven't caught in the earlier seasons when they do this, but season five had an episode with Mariska Haggerty from Law and Order SVU. She came in to help him find this uh, this guy who was doing kind of more SVU uh, type crime on Chicago PD. Stood out. Those episodes stood out. Uh, he ended up murdering a new a new recruit, from what I remember. But that was kind of a Law and Order SVU crossover and then he had the crossovers with Chicago Fire and Chicago Med in uh, season six I believe in in like episode four and so maybe that's going to be a new tradition a new uh, uh, fake Chicago fictitious Dick Wolf fictitious Chicago tradition is going to be having these crossovers around episode four where the other TV shows are involved. I guess you boost the ratings for all the shows, and then you do. I wish, you know, it'd be cool if if there if this was like a little set aside on Hulu, like you could just watch the three hour TV movie of the Dick Wolf fictitious Chicago outbreak. Um, you know, but that's not there yet. Anyway, you could do that. I mean, all this, all these Chicago shows are on Hulu, so you could jump. You could watch. Oh, excuse me again, but but I tell you, it's thundering and lightning out here, and and I may have to jump off of the of the broadcast here in a minute. Uh, but for now, I'll keep going. But I think it's making me a little nervous. That might be the the, the culprit for all these yawns this morning. Anyway, they're searching for the culprit in in fictitious Chicago this week. Who, or you know, they find out basically because Halstead's brother works at. Chicago Med at the hospital in Chicago Med. So Jay Halstead brings him over. He's like, let's go talk to my brother. And they go out there and they find his brother. He's got blood all over his head because he just got attacked by the Looney Tune 
uh, who I believe his name was Selden or something like that. So I think from what I gathered, Selden was a new character on Chicago Med, a new doctor working at the fictitious hospital in Chicago Med. And he uh, was just using the facilities to create this uh, virus, this biovirus. And, uh, uh, you know, basically the character <coughs> was added to the roster so that they um, could uh, have him be the biovirus, uh, Looney Tune, wackadoo terrorist character. Um, you know, later on in the episode, we find out why he's doing this. But so Jay Halstead's brother uh, has blood all over his head. And he's like, oh, it's this guy, this new guy, Selton, and he, um, he's crazy. And so they're, they're running out, they're looking for Selden now. And they go to Selden's house, Upton and Halstead go to Selden's house, they find his wife, it's in her panic room, um, takes a minute to get her out, and then they're like, your husband's in big, big trouble, lady. Um, and, uh, they bring her down to the station, and, uh, Hank Voigt is trying to... I might I missed I think I missed a couple things here. I don't know if there was an update with Ruzik's uh, IAB status with the Eternal Affairs. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I don't know if there was a, an update with his status with Internal Affairs. Uh, he seemed to be in better spirits this episode, though. So I presume perhaps that is the case. Um, and uh, you know they get the they get Selden's wife uh, into the station. They're like, you need to tell us what's going on right now because this guy's in big big trouble and he's your husband and that means you're probably in big big trouble too because y'all are together. And she's like, I don't know. And uh, Hank Voigt's like, you're gonna tell us the you're gonna tell us you're gonna tell us the truth. You're gonna tell us the truth. We don't have time. Chicago, my city's out there and it's suffering. We don't have time to wait for it to get blood on its head like my officer's brother. Anyway, they're like, she's like, oh, he, he might be over here. They go to some, they think that uh, the wacky, wackadoo, looney tune man's going to set it off at a Chicago street fair. Something's going on that day. And really the news has gotten out and everybody's freaked out. I think that that happened on the other shows too. Everybody in Chicago and fictitious Chicago's freaked out about this virus, kind of like an outbreak of a real virus, uh, you know, they go to this, this Chicago street fair and nobody's there. <laughs> so, so, uh, that was kind of, I liked that moment kind of, that was, that was tickled me kind of a realistic, uh, you know, in these modern times, uh, I can see that happening. Everybody's got access. And then once you hear a little thing, everybody's updating this and that. And I can see, uh, I can see the, uh, the people in real life, not just fictitious Chicago, uh, basically just not, it's just showing, it's just an empty lot. Nobody showed up to the fair. Everybody's too scared to go outside. I mean, probably not too far off from the truth these days. Anyway, uh, that happened and, uh, we go on, there's, they're going on, they're trying to solve, uh, the rest of this mystery. Uh, they're running around town, you know, checking out this and that. I don't really want to spoil too much for you, but it ends, uh, well, it's intense. It ends gruesomely. And so, uh, he was, you know, he's doing the whole thing where like the, the backers, the funders wouldn't listen that the stuff they're creating is, is dangerous. The funders would only fund the dangerous part. They didn't want to fund the cure. So this guy, this good doctor who kind of lost his 
lost his lid because of these funders that force you to do the the devil's bidding. Um, he's holding all them hostage, trying to make them, you know, see the light. Of course, he's killing them with the biovirus. So who's going to fund the project now? I don't know. That must have escaped his thinking. Anyway, House did's there. There's a whole thing with Upton. Upton is apparently a sniper. Oh yeah, there was a funny little. Uh, there was a funny little interlude where Upton grabs these two police officers, and I don't even know. This was like only done for this joke, apparently, because it didn't seem to have serve any other purpose than that. But she grabs these two uh, plain, you know, normal police officers. And she has them follow her through this gas station where she thinks that Selden is, is, is and uh, I guess he's driving a, a pickup truck. So they first, they're like, show us your hands, show us your hands, get out. And uh, the first pickup truck they see, bl- black pickup truck, and it's an old lady. And she's got her hands up and they're like, oh, sorry, ma'am. And they move on. And then they see another pickup truck and one of these regular officers, not good enough to be on intelligence, And they've all got their guns pointed. They're just walking through this gas station, guns out. I haven't ever seen that. Hopefully, I never do in real life. But this is fictitious life of Chicago. Hopefully, that's not what it's like in Chicago. I don't know where they get these ideas. Anyway, uh, they see another truck. They're like, hands up, hands up. And one of the cops is like, he had something something with him. I saw it. It was probably a a terrorism. It was probably a terrorism thing. And uh, they get to that uh, truck. They get to that truck, and basically, um, the officer, they're like, show us your hands, show us your hands, and uh, he won't, and the door opens, and one of the officers shoots the truck window and smashes it, and uh, Upton's like, whoa, hold your fire, whoa, and uh, they get up to the truck, and it's just a Hispanic man, he didn't, he didn't hear him, he didn't speak English, and he's getting out, and they're like, he's like, he had something, it was just a can of pop, and so... That was a funny moment, but it seemed to be five minutes. They must have just needed to fill for time because they didn't really make, I, I mean, I guess it was funny, but I don't know why else it was in there. They didn't find the guy. I don't even think they found any clues. Um, and, yeah, so this was one of them crossover episodes. Uh, you know, Rojas is still there. Uh, Kevin Atwood, I believe is his last name. Detective Kevin was solving the case, helping solve the case. Everybody was there. I, I don't remember too much with Burgess uh, in the episode. There, you know, it's here and there's, and I don't remember too much with Rusick. Um, I don't think he's been reinstated fully yet. Um, but so, uh, at the end there, uh, they're, they're going to leave. They're done for the day, and they're leaving. And Trudy's funny husband shows up in the background. I don't think they focus too much on him none. Uh, but he showed up in the background and uh, gives her a big hug. Um and they're leaving, and there's a little spark. Uh, you know, uh, Rusick had his deal with Upton last season. That didn't work out. But now it seems uh, that, you know, love love is a common thread holding this intelligence unit together. And, and there appears to be a little re-spark between all Rusick there and, uh, and uh, Burgess who, if you remember a few seasons ago, were dating. Uh, perhaps the spark is reignited, and that's an interesting... That's like That was like a nice little uh, tidbit for fans of the show. They're like, if you remember, you were wondering if these two would ever get back together. Well, looks like it's happening. 
So that's very exciting, and, and we'll be excited to see where that goes. I am, I look, I, well, we'll just see. Rojas, as far as I know, Rojas is still living. Rojas is still living with uh, with Upton. They're, uh, you know, two police women living in an apartment together, uh, you know, creating a Chicago PD sorority over there or something. Um, and yeah, I mean, this, you know, this was just kind of a, a fun, well, I mean, the subject matter is definitely not fun, but, you know, this is kind of an inconsequential episode. I, maybe they did that Ruzek and Burgess thing just to, um, have something of consequence in the episode. I, I don't know, but you know, like we said, we were going to see what threads they would begin to weave here, uh, in this season. We'd see, we'd hold out some hope that this season would, would, uh, you know, kick, kick, have have some surprises in store for us, and it looks like it's going to. We'll see where it goes. Uh, the new team is kind of formed, that's for sure. I I really should go back. I, you know, there were moments of this where I was up and I missed a, a couple pieces here and there. So I don't know uh, if something if something happened with uh, internal affairs and Rusick. I feel like a real dummy not broadcasting that Rusick was reinstated because that's very exciting. It seems like it's going to happen soon, though. Yeah, that's why I bring it up because it seemed in this episode, if it if it didn't happen in this episode, it was it was bound to happen soon. Um, but anyway, that's your Chicago PD files for the week. We're going to try to bring you uh, the NWA Power Files. We may have a couple days of NWA Power Files. We've got the Philosopher Files. We're going to have the AEW Dynamite Files. Um, and uh, we're going to have uh, the the new Chicago PD files before the end of the week, I hope. We're really happy to have you here on the show. If you're new to the show, uh, well, uh, you can contact us here at ringoftyranny at gmail.com. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. You can contact us there. Uh, you can... Uh, uh, leave your criticisms, questions, comments uh, at ringatyranny at gmail.com. If you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon, and that is uh, patreon.com slash ringoftyranny, spelled the same way, R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y, and uh, you can join us there. Uh, you can join Mr. T-E-C Bid. He is currently our only patron. He is our beloved page. stuck with us through thick and thin. And I did get a strange little email from uh, TEC Bid uh, that I was instructed. Uh, well, you know, I ain't going to tell the FDI, but I'll tell you, he's uh, he's really upset about the patronage. But he's still uh, given to us, so I just assume he's still the same old wackadoo bid, uh, you know, with the X-Men avatar that uh, he's been this whole time. And we do appreciate you. So let, well, let's play the song. Let's play the TEC Bid appreciation song. T-E-C bid. Thank you for your bid. T-E-C bid. Thank you for your bid. You commented, but you made history with um, Alan and Bertie. So thank you, patron. Our first patron. <laughs> that, of course, was the uh, T-E-C bid appreciation song. Uh, we do appreciate you. And if you'd like to join Mr. T-E-C bid, if you'd like to... Uh, go donate to us on Patreon. No, you know, this operation's changed a lot over the years, uh, and even more so from the days that it was a truth-telling operation, uh, spanning an AM radio show, an online show. We had a podcast. Uh, uh, 
four hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, it's changed a lot since old Dweebus, a.k.a. Sammy Callahan, a.k.a. Christian Cage, a.k.a. Uh, Ernest the Cat Miller, a.k.a. Uh, Skinner, uh, the space alien. Ever since he came to Earth, uh, disguised himself and infiltrated my show and scared away my sponsors and destroyed the hard work of my blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, this show's this show's come a long way since then. If you want to familiarize yourself with that story, go ahead and listen to the 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of this show and the 11 or 12 episodes that constitute season two of this show. Uh, that's going to be it for our Chicago PD files of the week, however. Uh, file, file 0704 closed. Uh, that's a case closed. And uh, we do hope you'll head on over to patreon.com uh, to... Uh, to support us we do hope you'll uh, consider sending us an email at ringoftyranny at gmail.com uh, so that we can uh, know you're out there supporting us and uh, you know I hope you all have a good week I hope you come tune in with us for the rest of the week tune in uh, at the end of the week if you're here for Chicago PD if the infamous Chicago PD tweet brought you here tune in near the end of the week for the follow up to the Chicago PD files And, uh, you know, like I say, may the good Lord bless you and suplex you real soon. Good morning.